All right, cheers, mate. Cheers, brother. Welcome to the Rugby Roundup podcast, episode 70. She's been a while in between drinks. There's been a lot of off-mic action. There's been a, a lot of um, busyness and, by the sounds of it, a lot of excuses. A lot of procrastinating and a lot of putting Rugby Roundup second, to be honest. But um, we're, we're here on episode 70 with um, Alex Malcolm, the one and only... Um, the, what do you, what do you call it? The Marty Banks banter page, right? The Marty banter page, or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, we, we call it whatever we want. But um, you've creeped into Sydney, into the. Uh, you've been here for a couple of days. Yeah, just flew in on Friday and just been chilling out, hanging. Been good. Se- seems a bit dodgy to me, mate. What are you, what are you really been doing? Uh, I don't know if I can say on the podcast. Yeah, but... well, we'll talk about it after. But okay. I, to, to me, honestly, like I talked to you online. Um, We've exchanged numbers. This kind of feels like a Tinder date. It is. Or Grinder date. Basically, yeah. Because we met online and we're here doing a podcast. I'm still trying to figure out if you're male or female. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll figure that out later. But um, I don't know if I told you, but I at my mate's um, stag do, we made him go on Grinder. We set him up an account. Nice. Within 20 minutes, we were talking to five guys. And we are just trying to get him on a date. It happened. He got the last laugh, though, because the guy ended up buying him heaps of drinks and then he just left so it was uh, yeah he won that bet that's awesome yeah so um yeah rugby how good is it it's the end of the season it is the end of the season we gotta wait a couple of months until the next game yeah so what do you do in your spare time i know you're a photographer yeah and what else a musician i play a bit of music play guitar for like 20 years or so yeah oh how old are you old man i'm 31 that's not what your profile said. Oh, really? What did it say? 28. 28. Oh, well. <laughs> and if you can hear goose in the background, that's that's the usual goose. Just making heaps of noise. He, you know what I noticed lately? Um, I went to go on a walk and uh, checked in with Google Maps how long the walk might be. But I took goose with me, my dog, and Google Maps was not right. They should have a setting, you know, it says car, train, walking. They should have one with walking with dog. Cause it takes so fucking long and maybe a specific one for goose yeah because he's, he's slow because sometimes you've got to stop here you know we piss on this tree piss on that tree shit in this person's yard and then sometimes goose wants to stop and piss as well probably need to add a tracker on him so you can always figure out no no you hear him before you see him yeah he's a loud fucking dog so um just when did you get this marty banks page started about five years ago just randomly decided to put it together and and did I, you get permission or no no just he messaged me in like the first day of so do you know i've met him once really for so like 30 seconds met him at a, a game when the highlanders were playing um against the force in perth yeah and i just said hey i'm i'm alex i run the marty banks page and he's like yeah i know and that was it like he but, knew what he knew that I ran it. Okay. But at the time, I was probably a bit of a dick posting like stuff about him on Tinder and yeah, making yeah. jokes like that. So I can imagine that he might have been a bit pissed at me, but yeah. eventually but, sort of stopped doing that. But you might not admit it because you're a humble guy, but I feel like you created his dynasty. Like, he's a cult hero because of you. Because everyone follows the page, right? A few people follow the page. Yeah. So what, what when, like, following-wise, when was the most, like, when did the most people jump on board? When he was in Highlanders, or yeah, I guess a lot more people started following him when he got into the Highlanders. Um, but it was sort of right, right in the beginning. Um, I can remember it was talked about on uh, on the commentary of one of the Marcos games, and yeah. got like a thousand followers that day, and just sort of just just been going ever since. Yeah, do you feel like you're get addicted to social media? So you know how on your phones now you can it tells you how long you've been on your phone for no. on the iPhone. Oh no, I don't. I haven't got that set. Okay, so it's out. a new setting. Yeah. And uh, my one came back and was telling me I spend an average of seven hours on my phone a day. That's too much. It is. Although, to be fair, I don't know how much you shit a day. But not seven hours. Not seven hours, but just assuming maybe once or twice you yeah. take your to- your phone onto the toilet. Yeah. Because what else would you do? And then probably extend that out for half an hour. So take away half an hour, six hours, round that down to five, always round yeah. to the closest, you know. So really it's only five hours. It's not that bad. There's 24 hours. I know. But I'm, I'm kind of a little bit worried. I might get arthritis in my right hand. Oh, who weren't? You know, um, also I feel like optometrists and are just looking right now at all these people on their phone saying, yeah, I'll see you soon, you little bastard. You know what I mean? Because in 20 years, everyone's going to be blind. Because look at the screen time. 
Yeah, and they've started putting out these uh, glasses. They're like blue light glasses, and apparently, if you wear them, it makes your eyes a lot better yeah. for like looking at your phone, and you help you sleep a bit better at night because you're not supposed to look at your phone at night time, apparently, because it makes it harder to get to sleep. But when you wear these blue light glasses, apparently, that helps. Um, speaking of nighttime and um, phone interactions, did you um, get involved with No Nut November by any chance? No, I didn't. Yeah, that, that to me sounds so stupid because the man needs to ejaculate so many times a week. I was going to say a day, but whatever. Oh, a day. But but the thing is, that's unhealthy. I'm so anti Nut November because it's so unhealthy. It would build up more problems, I think, than you'd gain from it. I wonder if there are any studies into like the health health concerns. Well, I'll do that. that. Yeah. yeah. Also, I came up with another conspiracy um, pretty recently that the um, Christchurch earthquakes happened because the Crusaders weren't winning. Okay. So name all the times they were winning, right? Was there any earthquakes in? They've just won the last two years. Anyone died of an earthquake? No, they haven't. Well, tell me that's not a conspiracy. I do my best not <laughs> to think about the Crusaders, to be honest. Do you actually hate them? But well... This is the funny thing. So when I was a kid, my favourite player was Justin Marshall. I love Justin Marshall. Yeah, and still do. It's still secretly I do. I just try not to talk about it too much. He's yeah. quite a nice, quite a nice guy. Yeah. Um, so you're a Crusaders fan growing up? No. So I was a Highlanders fan because my dad liked Otago and just got into the Highlanders. But, but so wait, if your dad was a serial killer, that means you don't have to follow your dad, is what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I don't know. That's just how I got into supporting the Highlanders. But thankfully, it would have been 1999, my sister won a competition yeah. on the radio. And we could have two All Blacks come to our house for dinner. What? And man, I was I was freaking stoked. I'm like, oh, who's it going to be? Who do we get? Did you get to pick all your sisters? No. Oh. We didn't get to pick at all. So we get down to the Rutherford Hotel in Nelson and there's like a big hat. And they pull out names and stuff of which players get to go to whose house. So we're down there and they pull out Byron Kelleher and Anton Oliver. Oh, right. And so we ended up getting to drive them back to my my place for dinner. and Your mum cooks in that? Or do they bring food? No, we, my mum had to cook. And it was the first time she was cooking rice for like 15 people that were at our house. Yeah, yeah. And she screwed it up. But the two rugby players, especially Anton Oliver, still ate the rice, Fuck. which was pretty cool. Isn't that like, it's like a, a bittersweet competition. It's like you get all blacks, but you have to cook them dinner. You're in the whole like. But, man, I felt special. Got front did, page of the newspaper and everything. Oh really? Did you have any interactions with Anton Oliver or anything? Yeah, like well, the funny thing was we borrowed a video camera from my dad's friend back in the day, and we set it up and we're trying to record the whole thing. And somehow, a couple of years later, my dad recorded over the video. No, Couldn't that happens there. But like, so yeah, going back to the whole Justin Marshall thing. Up until then, like his biggest competition was Byron Kelleher. And then I just ended up becoming a Byron fan because he came to my house. So you, you overall Justin Marshall? Yeah, eventually I thought, no, nah, I'm not really into Justin Marshall anymore. He didn't come to my house. Fuck, so. that's so disrespectful. But what was the, the coolest thing about it was that the, the two players in their All Black squad lasted longer than any of the other players. So for ages I was still able to say, those two All Blacks came to my house, not those two former All Blacks. Yeah, but both of those two, ironically, both of those guys, didn't they like marry into... Byron Callahan married into like the royal family somehow, some way. I think he was dating one of the princesses or something in Monaco, but and he's now friends with them. Yeah, but I think Anton Oliver is like a well-spoken... Like He's very well-spoken. No, but like he's like a high, like, I don't know what what you call it. Um, he's he's doing something right now. What is he doing? I don't know. I think he's based in London. Yeah, he's all he's over the queen. He's probably, he's the next king or queen or something. Probably. Yeah. But, he's um, looking pretty good at the moment, actually. Yeah, um, speaking of taping over things, I, I worked with a guy once that um, he did motocross and um, his parents videoed him doing motocross and he went back to look at the tape of him doing motocross and his dad had taped over it with um, someone putting... Sky One After Midnight? Huh? Did he record it with Sky One no, After Midnight? I don't know, it was on like a little one of those fucking... Probably, yeah. I don't know, but he um, went to go back and look at his motocross shit and he found a video of his dad, uh, someone putting a cucumber up his dad's ass, and it ended up breaking up the dad's marriage because it wasn't his wife, his mum. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. So that was a hell of a story that that guy told me. But, yeah, if you're going to get a girl to put a cucumber up your ass, make sure you don't put it on the family videotape. Well, yeah, we're all good. I'll remember that for next time. Yeah. 
Um, so you're also a bloody you you photographer. You're a photographer for models or some something along those I lines. I guess you could say that. So a borderline, you're like a creep. Well, nah. <laughs> well, I mean, I mis- I'm message girls on Instagram and I'll slide in to their slide DMs. in the DM oh, and, and say, "Can I take a take your photo?" Oh, is that how it works? Well, that's just the best way to find yeah. girls that want to have their photo taken. So, at any good time, how many like people are you messaging at once? At the moment, I've probably got five that I'm trying to organise shoots with, and every single person I message will say, "Oh, your photos are really cool. Can I can I follow through? Yeah, be cool." And can you tell us the price range, or is that between? Yeah, so at the moment, because I'm sort of pretty new to it, I'm putting out like two hundred dollars. That's cheap. But I don't message girls and say, "Hey, you want to do a photo shoot?" You got to pay me. If yeah, I, if how I does message that work? Them, yeah. If I message them, like I'm going to do the shoot for free, just because I'm trying to get better. But if g- people message me, then I'm going to charge them. Oh, so you do everything for you're in the hole from this? Yeah, well, I'm just trying to get better. Yeah, that's that's good. I like that. You, you know, s- I'm. I don't know how you hang around with such beautiful women, but I'm intimidated by even attractive men. I'm I'm intimidated by like um, I had an experience. Recently, I went to a McDonald's. I was so fucking thirsty, man. I was parched. Went to Macca's to get a drink. And I've never done this before, but I just got a drink. And I said, oh, can I just get a Coke? And I don't know if it was me being nervous and bad with communication or whatever, but she misheard me. And she goes, cone? Like, as an ice cream? And I go, nah, Coke. And then she goes, cone. But the second time, she, she like... <laughs> She had this invisible ice cream in her hand, and she goes, cone, like question mark, and started licking this invisible ice cream. <laughs> but I was real confused and sort of turned on and whatever. All those things were going through my mind. I was sort of like really rattled. And then I, I replied with, no, Coke. But subconsciously, I went to go um, do what she was doing, and I started going like Coke and pretending to drink a Coke. But my acting skills aren't that good, right? And so this Coke that I was sucking, it ended up being the big, world's biggest straw, because I was doing this big, you know, you mean You coke. suck your Cokes, do you? Yeah. <laughs> and so, pretty much if you were walking past at the time, it looked like there was two ghosts standing on the bloody counter and we were sucking them off or something. So I paid, I said, I should have just said this at the start, but I said, oh, like a Coca-Cola. She understood it. I paid for it, tap and pay, which I should have done on her. She was pretty attractive. And, um, yeah, when she went to go give me the receipt, I walked away because I was so rattled. I didn't want a part of this. She went to go give the receipt. I walked away. I go, oh, no thanks. And she goes, oh, you need it for your order number. So I turned back to grab the receipt, and she had (laughs) realized what I had said. So as I went to go grab the receipt, she pulled it away, and then it happened again, and oh, man. By the time I got the Coke, I was just fucking out of there, eh? Like, That's usually what happens when you get Coke. (laughs) Mate, I was gone. But, um, yeah, attractive people, so I don't know how you do it. You just, I don't know, you just got to remain calm and just have happy thoughts in your mind and just think of yourself as just an average guy that's just out there. But you can't do You don't do that. Well, I, I try to. Yeah. I try but to. But, like, at what point do you say, like, can you please take off your pants or... I mean, assuming you do. Do you? I don't well, know. Well, sometimes. Sometimes. Do you just be like, can you please remove... How do you say that nicely? Well, generally, t- I'll... T- take your pants off! Generally, <laughs> generally if it leads oh. into one of those sort of shoots... Uh, that's, I'll get them to lead it in that direction. Yeah. But we might have discussed about it beforehand. Yeah. Um, just so it's not weird or creepy. Um, and yeah, if they decide to lead it that way, it goes that so way. So like, just say like, you're like, okay, um, I've got a good location for this shoot down at the beach. That might just send a signal saying, yeah, I'm going to get it out today. Nah, I guess what I'll do is I'll send them a few different ideas and sort of see what they go with. Yeah. And sometimes it's the, the, the girls that you least expect are the ones that say, hey, I'd like to do a shoot like that. I sort of want to have a bit of, like, I just want to look at my body as being feeling sexy or something. Can we do a shoot like that? And I'm like, sure. So how did you get into that? Well, I started doing landscape photography, and it was pretty fun. And then after a while, I started getting a little bit bored of it. And then the girl asked me to take some photos of her at the beach in a bikini. And I thought, sure, so let's do it. This sounds like you've got a lot of um, half-naked girls, uh, you know, back catalogue at your house. I have photos of girls. Yeah. In my house. Yeah. I'm not going to give out my address. Nobody's going to break in and steal. Yeah. My so house. you live in Perth. Yeah. Yeah. Why Perth? Perth, you can make pretty good money compared to New Zealand. Sadly, I'd love to live in New Zealand. Would you? 
No, but Jared, the other half of this podcast would. Um, obviously, if you follow us on the socials, you'll... And that's half the reason this podcast has stopped, because the other half of the podcast, Jared, the more normal guy, the guy that doesn't get drunk every podcast and scream out random shit, the good guy... The guy that knows a lot about rugby. Yeah, the, yeah, that guy. And the guy that... He, he really reins me in. I actually... Um, I need you here, Alex, just to... Ra- if I go way out... Okay. Like, way out left field too much, just rein me in, because Jared was good at that. <clears throat> But Jared's got that one-way ticket back to New Zealand. I actually asked him, I said, why? He goes, family, which is understandable, and I think he said the beach. But, I don't know, have you, you, you lived in Auckland? I have, I've, yeah. never, I've never been to an Auckland beach, but I can guarantee they are not as good as these beaches in the I'd Sydney. I'd agree, I'd agree. Like, I don't even need to go. What do they got, Piha? Is that a good surfing beach? It is, I've never been surfing there Yeah, before. Jared, you ain't never been, i never seen you on a surfboard neither, mate. So, I don't know. But, by the way... When people say to you, do you surf because you live in Australia from overseas, what do you say? Do you lie to them and say, of course, I'm Australian. Yeah, mate, I've been hitting those waves. Surfing's the worst sport in the world because you have to go into the ocean. Where sharks are. Yeah, but even just with, just imagine there wasn't sharks. That's just annoying. You just get fucking... You have Shrinkage to, every day. You have to sit in the sea and also, you know, yeah, I, I'm just so anti-surfing, so fuck surfing. It's the shittest sport ever, I reckon. It's dangerous. Yeah, but yeah, that's another reason to stay on land. We're not fucking dolphins. We're not. So just stay on land. Um, also, yeah. So Auckland, is it is it good? Does it live up to the hype? To be honest, when I lived in Auckland, yeah. I felt like a better person. I kind of felt like better than the rest of New Zealand, which is really sad. But whenever people would say, "Oh, Auckland doesn't need the money for the roads," I just became one of those dicks and said, "Yes, it does." Yeah. It's the biggest city in New Zealand. So eventually I had to get out of Auckland because I was just becoming too full of myself. But like, what does Auckland have? Like, it has a sky tower. Yeah, anyone can fucking fly a plane into a sky tower. Yeah, who can't do that? What do they got? Beaches. Yeah, what we? What are you doing out at the beach? Trying to find Sunnyfy? You know, what else is out there? What else have they got? The Warriors? Well, they've, they've, the got, Blues? The, they've got the best Mighty 10 Cup team in New Zealand. Yeah, but that was a rigged. That was rigged. Because... Did you see? Oh no, you wouldn't have seen because it didn't hit mainstream. The Crusaders boys leaving their um, hotel room with suitcases, unmarked suitcases. Oh, okay. Whatever, but it helps Auckland out. But it's all good. Now, um, what do you feel about Leon McDonald going to the Blues? It's going to be good. Yeah. Oh, that's a great job to go into. Do you know why? All he needs to do is beat one New Zealand team, and he's a cult hero. Because that's that shit. You can walk into a job. You just need to maybe win five games. Well, do you know his, his nickname? What? Rangy. That's it. So back in the day, I can remember, uh, it would have been 1998, those <clears throat> Caltex Super Rugby books that you could go get. And like, at, yeah. And you get the stickers. You get pins or stickers? You got uh, the stickers. Yeah. So it was the 15 players plus the coach. Yeah. And I can remember, I think Leon McDonald at that time, maybe he was playing for the Crusaders, but he just, he eventually played for the Chiefs. No. I and did so not I can know remember that. when I got his autograph notes, I was chatting with him like, oh Are you man, sure? what was it like playing for the Chiefs? Look on Wikipedia. What the fuck? Oh, do you know, actually, I, I changed a Wikipedia thing. Did you? Yeah, the other day. I didn't know you could do it. Yeah? Yeah. I, I, thought, it was a, I, I thought it was a myth. Anyway, yeah. It might not last too long. I, I changed um, Geordie Barrett's um, positions to not wing. That was a legit <laughs> thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but he played, he played so good. I don't know. I haven't looked. But, um, yeah, so you... you Liam McDonald played for the Chiefs? Are you yeah. sure? Like one season at the end well, of I think it was one season, but I have a feeling you might have gone back to the Crusaders after That's that. That's so weird. I don't remember that. And if I don't remember it, did it even happen? Did it? I don't know. I have a feeling it did. There are a few like random players who just at the ends of their careers just changed teams. No, no. You can't forget about. Like I, Nick Evans played for the Blues. Yeah. You always think of him as a Highlander. Yeah. Like I actually Googled how to end um, rugby career and it came up with Auckland City. It just it just seems like the place to go to fucking end your career. There was there was one season that I actually supported the Blues. I went out and bought a Blues jersey. Sorry about that. What what season was that? It was when Nick Evans and I think it might have been Sam Harding. I think they both played for the um, yeah the Blues. <clears throat> Sam Harding was the reason Richie McCaw ended up in Crusaders. I hear. Did you hear that story? Because Crusaders and um, Highlanders had a mutual agreement. You know, a silent handshake that they wouldn't poach from each other. Yes. Yeah. And Otago poached Sam Harding 
from Canterbury. Yeah. And they said, Canterbury said, hey, wait a minute, we had a mutual agreement, so we'll go get this guy, Richie McCaw. And the rest is history. So, so I actually, I met Richie McCaw before he played for the Crusaders. Oh yeah, where was that? So I think there was a... Who haven't you met? I don't know. Jared? Oh yeah, you wouldn't want to know about him. So He's, there was a phone shop back in the day, I think it was called like Bill Rundle, no, Bill, whatever it was, it was some phone shop. And the Crusaders were in, in Nelson, and I went down to go get some autographs. So they had uh, Mark Robinson, the center, yeah, not the halfback, the the original Conrad the original. Smith, yeah, yeah. yeah. They had uh, Ben Blair, I can remember him. He he was there, and they had this random dude that was there as well. And I was chatting with like the, the the manager lady that was there. Was the pers- that random person in all black? Well, I later on figured out it was Richie McCaw. Oh, And she said, right. this guy's going to be really famous one day. You should oh. get him to sign the rugby ball as well. Yeah, yeah, So I got him to sign it. Didn't think much of it. And then I was looking through my rugby ball one day. And I thought, hang on, that looks like it says Richie McCaw. Yeah. And then I like, did some research and realized that Richie McCaw had traveled with the Crusaders up to Nelson that time. He wasn't playing. And so I got he was like 18 or something. I don't know if he would have been 18. He might have been there. Wasn't he 19? There. Was he 19 when he debuted for the Bikes? Maybe. Yeah, he, he played for he came, Ireland. He came straight off um, ITM. In, yeah, ITM Cup or whatever. Yeah, yeah. he was one of those players, yeah. like the Delaney's. Yeah, that's crazy. So you still got the ball? Yeah, back back at home. It was a Steeden, so I actually think it was a rugby league ball. But um, fuck Steeden. Speaking of Mark Robinson, remember the halfback Mark Robinson who played for North Harbour yeah. and played at one random game for the Warriors. One. One. I think it was one game. Who would? Oh, mate. Yeah, I think he was playing. Uh, I think the game was at Westpac Stadium. You said, didn't who who was it? Um, who's the depressed guy, the old coach, before Tanner for the Blues, Mister Depressed? Was it Lamb? Pat Lamb? No, in between him. You know, he's on the beach with that stick. Oh, John Kerwin. Yeah, he was. He played for the Warriors. He did. Yeah. Yeah, that's so random. There's eh? a few players that like did the the change back in the day, like Matthew Ridge. Oh yeah, that guy. Have you oh. seen the documentary on Matthew Ridge? I think it's on. Um, on YouTube, and it's about his transition from rugby oh, over the rugby league when he went to go play at the transition. Eagles. Transition. Yeah, that was a Caitlyn Jenner fucking doco, wasn't it? So the funny thing is now I, t- I tell people about my my girlfriend's transition. I say, oh Sarah, have you told these guys about your transition? Say, and they're what? like, what? What? Yeah, you know, you transition out of veganism. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, do you know actually? I was just um, on holiday. I've been on holiday since August, but um, I was just uh, this weekend. I was away with my girlfriend, and we went to a, uh, on a wine tour. And she goes, "This wine here would be good for." Oh, sorry, I forgot. This is my manager asked me, "Are you guys vegan?" And we're like, "No." And she goes, "Oh, good." So this wine's good with steak because apparently she fucking said something about you know this this is good with steak, and they, these other vegans that turned up went off off their nut. So wow. now they have to ask before they do the wine tasting, are you vegan? And then they have to say, oh, this is good with um, couscous or fucking some other shit that's not meat. So that, that's full on, eh? Like, By the that, way, um, this is a free advertisement for vintage wine tours in Nelson. <laughs> so my dad worked at Sea Lord, which was a um, obviously a fish company back in Nelson. And he ended up um, setting up his own wine business after he'd done that. And uh, now he took out Kaylee Kuko on a wine tour when she was in Nelson and so I called up my parents to make sure that story was true and my mum just wouldn't wouldn't tell me she said maybe he did maybe he didn't you just gotta just dream that you were there helping your dad that day so I was pretty upset about that because I was looking at coming back for Christmas that year when he'd taken her out on the wine tour and um yeah, it was pretty upsetting well you missed my story about Kaylee Kuko my dad cooked, took, took Kaylee Kuko out on a wine tour oh, I don't know who that is Big Bang Theory. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he does that. So check out Vintage Wine Tours Nelson. Oh, is your dad, uh, is he into the wine? He's got his own van, takes people on wine tours around Nelson and Blenheim. What I've noticed is the wine tastes really disgusting the first five places I stop. And then I get drunk and they, ooh, they all taste bloody beauty, mate. Mm. Bloody beautiful. Yeah, I'm not massively into wine, but I do love a good grape. You know, you know, they taste better. You go to the supermarket, you steal grapes. Have you ever done that? No, I haven't. They taste so much better than actually buying them. Well, when you ever go to the supermarket, and some of them now, you can have, like, free fruit for children. Yeah, yeah, fruit. that's bullshit. Do you ever take the free fruit? Yeah, because I identify as a child. Um, I saw a, um, a post the other day, and it reminded me of my dog, and I might do this. 
um, or someone in Auckland, shit city, but um, they posted um, my dog identifies as a cat. Yeah, so, I saw that as well. So they won't be paying the registration fee, and there will be an off, and they'll be off leash in an on leash collar, uh, fucking park or some shit. You know, that's 2018. You could be anything. Yeah. We could register you as a dog. Oh yeah, I'll be keen. it's becoming that though. It Don't is. you reckon? Well, there was the guy that wanted to change his um, his age by 20 years. I have a feeling. You mean what? Down or up? He wanted to go down, so he was 69 and wanted to be 49. So he's a pedophile. I reckon, I reckon he's doing it as a bit of a joke. Like, you mean, like, he's saying... I reckon he's just doing this as just a, a thing just to try and make a point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People put on big shows, like, I was seeing the whole thing with Anthony Mundine. He sort of came out and he just reminded everybody that all his shit that he talks, it's just all show. Yeah. Just to get more people interested in the fight and make some more money. Yeah, it's harder. Yeah. Oh, there's a good fight today. Um, Anthony Wilder. Okay. First Fury. Yeah, good fight. Was it better it, than the Sunny Bill one last night? Oh, probably. I saw I saw the uh, end of that fight. I, I mean, not live, but yeah. So he fell down on purpose or something. Right? I think so. It was sort of. Yeah. He was just doing it for the fundraising. What do you think? Do you think Sunny Bill will make the World Cup? Because he's played so bad in his last four games. He keeps on getting injured. More so than Ryan Crotty. Yeah. So do you think he'll make the World Cup? I think he will. Because Steve Hansen's still the coach. Yeah. Um, I'd but love to I see would, Lil Mappi. I, would like, I reckon Lil Mappi. Well, he so, scored three tries against... I know it's Japan, but three tries is still pretty good. And, and George Bridge, I hope he goes to the World Cup. I think he will. He, he just has a, have a good season again with the Crusaders. Yeah. So um, what's your 15 um, of the year now that we're into the season? Well, I guess we'll try and start with the backs. Okay, start at fullback. <sighs> okay, we've got... Well, I don't know, like... No, start, I know people start. always talk about Ben Smith as, like, you have to play him at fullback. Yeah. But sometimes, if you have, like, two players, sometimes you just got to change things around. So I don't mind him being on the wing. Um, so you would have him starting... I reckon you could, if you have him on... The right wing. Him on the right wing with Rico on the left wing. Mm. I don't know, like... Got, still trying to figure about Damian McKenzie. He's good. Yeah, but do you know what that? Do you know what Steve Hansen's trying to do? He's trying to do it sort of like league, how you have your your two playmakers on both sides of the ruck. Mm-hmm. So one one person controls this side of the field, the other person. But McKenzie comes in. That's I mean, that's what he's trying to do, right? Yeah, and didn't McKenzie? He scored was it four tries the other day? I can't remember. I think he got. I get, must have been in Italy. I think he got four tries. Yeah, but again, like, is he only performing well no, in that Super was, Rugby that was, and against um, like Barrett? The, I think scored four tries. Maybe McKenzie got four and Barrett got three. No, Barrett was got the other four. way around. Yeah. Okay. But maybe he only plays well against like the slightly smaller teams, like Lisa. obviously Super Rugby teams. <clears throat> but oi, just say you're a coach for the opposite team. Um, you know, if you're versing the All Blacks and McKenzie's there, just put high balls all day. I mean, like, uh, okay, he's good under the high ball, whatever. But if you've got a Falau or something jumping against him, you're going to beat him. You should, right? That's probably his biggest weakness as yeah. But he's a, got a big heart. But when I in the game against Japan, you see like when he did that little move and he like got around those three players. Yeah. I've never be, seen anybody else fu- do that. Fucking hard to tackle, I reckon. Yeah. Oh, did you actually play rugby? A little bit, but I was pretty crap, to yeah. be honest. I was always too scared to tackle people. Yeah, same. I just didn't want to get injured. Yeah, so back to your uh, 15 of the year, we've got... Okay, let's put... McKenzie. So it's just going to be an all-black team, is it? Yeah, pretty much. Do you know who's fucking overrated? Johnny Sexton. Johnny Sexton? I saw, like, the, I I saw the figures today. Yeah, tell me. I think he, he didn't score any tries this season. Yeah, like, how, like okay, it's cool. Oh, yeah, cool. The Ireland beat the all-blacks. They deserve to win it because they were fucking good. But doesn't mean Johnny Sexton should get player of the year just because they beat the All Blacks. Look at the stats. Would like you know you just need an. I don't need the stats. It's an eye test. Bowden Barrett's a better player. Okay, this is another question though. How many games of Johnny Sexton have you seen this season? Uh, probably two. Because Ireland came okay. to Australia, so there was the three games. When oh yeah, me and Jared went to one of those games. Who? Jared. I miss you, Jared. Come back. Come back. Jared, come back. No, but he um. Going, I, I, we'll get back to the 15, but yeah, Jared's got the um, position for the... Social media manager? Is that right? Yeah, something like that, yeah. Yeah. I've got a rule, right? 
if you if you go to a party, if you go to out to drinks, if you meet new people, right? One of the most commonly asked questions is, "What do you do for a job?" Do you find that? Yeah, yeah. That's got to be the most common, like icebreaker sort of thing. Now I've got a rule: if I ask someone that, because people like I'm not very social, right? Like if people I go out to a party and they're like, oh, but you like the I'm not social, but yeah, you like the party. It was good. You had a good time. Yeah, because I was drunk. That's why I had a good time. But um, if I ask someone, what do you do for a job, and they describe their job title longer than two seconds, I don't want to socialize with them. So like, <clears throat> I go to you. What do you do tri- for a job, bus driver? What do you do for a job, doctor? What do you do for a job, dentist? What do you do for a job, teacher? Something like that, nice and simple, and then I can engage. If you go like this, I go. What do you do for a job? Oh, yes, I'm the head of communications, um, entrepreneur, um, de- designer, technician. Um, co- oh, so you suck your boss's dick. Yeah, good luck with that. Because i got to go. Because I don't want to fucking know about that. One, because I'm dumb and uneducated and I don't know what, and it goes straight over my head. And two, you're taking too long. Is that fair enough? Well, what would you like them to say? What are- Something snappy. I want like, two seconds. Like bus driver. Yeah. No, or a- even if you are the head of blah, 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 blah. Just be like this. Business. Oh, oh, yeah, no, just be like this. Oh, yeah, uh, into IT. Yeah. And then I can start fucking communicating with you. Because I don't know what all that means. And I don't want to know about it. So I'll go to the corner and socialize by myself with Facebook. You know what I mean? It's too much. Too much of a title. So what do you think Jared actually does for his job? I actually messaged him pretty recently and I um, said, like, do you post stuff for the blues? And he said, yes. So I'm assuming he posts stuff on social media. But I haven't gone into that. I should ring him up. I don't know. Yeah, that'd be quite interesting to see. But he did get the job, I think. I think Rugby Roundup helped him. A well, bit. must have. Yeah. I'd never heard of Jared before the Rugby Roundup. <laughs> True that, yeah. So yeah, Jared, come back, come back. But okay, so now let's say Jared's at a party. Yeah. What would the best way of kind of truthfully saying what he does, but sounding cooler? Like, would he say, "Oh, I work for the Blues"? Yeah, that's easy. Yeah. And but then, how could you say it so people actually think you play for the Blues? Yeah. What's a, what's a way of kind of saying that, being truthful? Okay. Um, have you? Oh yeah, something along. I, I work for the blues. Yeah. I work out with the blues. Yeah. In the gym. Yeah. He must work out with the blues. I'd no, say. I, I reckon he'd be. He'd know them. Yeah, yeah. He'd have to. Yeah. He must. Who, have who's your re- favorite player from the blues? Leon McDonald. Leon McDonald. Because he's an ex-Crusader. Crusaders are the greatest team. They got voted the greatest team. They did. did I saw that. And there was so. Did you see the stats they went into? So much detail. Did you see the guys? I did. Yeah, yeah. 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 They went into like how much. Oh, I don't even want to get into it. It was too deep for me. Yeah, the whole thing with the Blues has been interesting over the years where they've, like Dan Carter was thinking of moving to the Blues, was probably offered a contract. Broden Barrett was offered a contract for the Blues, but they ended up turning it down and sticking with their team. Yeah. Oh, but honestly, man, why the fuck did Marty Banks not go to the Blues? The Blues should have thrown massive money at him. They should have. Because they need, they need a great 5'8". But what's going to be crazy though for Marty coming back is that he's going to be the I'd say he's going to be the number one ten. Yeah. You got Bryn Gatlin. Yeah. And Josh Uwani. Yeah. Um, would have he been there? Who who else is at the Blues that would have been starting at ten? Or who is going to be starting at? Maybe 10? they should have thrown money at Mitchell Hunt or something. I don't know. Mitchell Hunt. He's an interesting one. Why? Well, because he's like, just going to be the reserve. Yeah. How annoying is it for Mitchell Hunt that he didn't get a call up for the All Blacks? But that Cameron did. What's his name? Brett Cameron. Brett Cameron. Yeah. I was really surprised by yeah. that. Yeah. How weird is that? That because Mitchell has, Hunt, he, has he ever kicked uh, the winning goal over the Highlanders? And like a drop goal from halfway? Never. That I was watching like, that game on my phone during work, obviously. Yeah. Um, at a train station, and I'm a huge Highlanders fan. Kind of hate the Crusaders, but I, I went to the same high school as Mitchell Hunt. Oh yeah. So I was really stoked for him. And I kind of, like I was upset the Highlanders had lost, but still, I was happy for him and thought, it was a pretty awesome ending to the game. Yeah, that was one of the greatest there. But yeah, I can, we've often discussed how much people hate the Crusaders, and it is understandable. It's the same thing of like people hating Manchester United or the LA Lakers. No, yeah, but Lakers had a down sport, down a very bad last couple seasons, but the Crusaders have never been bad. 
That's why they won that. They've never been yeah. bad. No, no, that's true. It's been <coughs> interesting. You'll see, like team, like when I was growing up, the Chiefs. They were a pretty shitty team. Yeah. And then they ended up becoming the champions. Yeah. And it's been cool to see like all five New Zealand teams now having one Super Rugby. Yeah, it is. It was good to see the Highlanders Hurricanes in the final. That, that was, was good. good. I love it. I've never hated the Hurricanes. They've kind never. of always been my second team. I think. How many, really how many teams players. you got, mate? That so, when I was, again, when I was a kid, I sort of went up the South Island, up to the North Island, so it was always Highlanders, Crusaders, Hurricanes, Chiefs, and then the Blues. I sort of put that in that order. Yeah. And then after a while, I ended up living in Auckland for a while, and they kind of ended up becoming my second team, and somehow I ended up just hating the Crusaders, probably because they were winning all the time. Did you go to much Blues games? I went to, I went to a couple. I didn't live too far away from the stadium. Um, did you ever go um, dabble out to Mount Smart? I did. Yeah, yeah, that was good. Good times out for the Warriors. Fuck. And how? What do you think about Sean Johnson? That's he, right. Yeah, he was in Sydney yesterday, obviously signing with Cronulla. Yeah. I guess well, if the Warriors couldn't afford a million dollars a season, but I reckon he'll he'll be much better out of the Warriors system. I'd say so as well. The interesting thing was that in the media all week they were talking about him potentially signing for the Roosters and apparently it was a, a done deal signing for the Roosters for 2020 onwards Yeah, and then I mean, he was only going to sign for the Sharks for a season yeah I heard that the idea that I thought what he could have done signed for Rapid Rugby for, for Twiggy Forest's competition oh, yeah. played for like four months of this rugby competition get paid I don't know two million dollars or whatever Twiggy could pay him yeah and then commit to the Roosters yeah that's better do you reckon he'll go alright at it? I reckon he'll be a great rugby sevens player. He would be. But I don't know about He 15s. used to be like a star touch player back in the day. Yeah, I've seen all those videos. That's a bit... I mean, what? Anyone can put it together a highlights reel. I mean, if I had the... Maybe you might better help me with mine. I'll do my best. Yeah. Got to get out there with a video camera. But honestly, what highlight reel is bad? Is, what's he telling his mates to film him playing touch? And Probably. then he, he's, I think he sent it into the Warriors, and that's what happened. There are a lot of like highlights videos for different players um, online. I don't know. I might have to catch up with Sean Johnson at some point. You should get him on the podcast. Yeah. On oh, next year, there's gonna we've got a microphone now, so probably do some more podcasts next year and some more videos coming up. So stay tuned. I reckon. Um, do you find with your page that you're running, do you find much negativity? Sometimes, because. I, I'm a bit out of the, like, in the deep end a bit, and I try to put out some pretty crazy, like, memes or articles or whatever, and people don't understand it, and they want to, like, um, sort of clap back, and they take it as a negative or something, but they just need to fucking relax, I reckon. Do you get much of that? Occasionally. Back in the day, I probably got a little bit more of it, because people were like, what the <coughs> hell, you're not Marty Banks? Why is your page called Marty Banks? Oh, did people, like, message you that? Yeah, and, like, oh. so I ended up blocking some, some people. Yeah. Just pretty much dicks, but, um... Like, in the past, I was going to, like, change the name of the page, but everybody wants me to keep the name, yeah, yeah, including yeah. Marty's mum. Yeah. And so I was like, well, I guess I'll just keep it as that, and everybody knows his name, and he's a pretty cool pretty cool dude. So. Yeah, yeah. He seemed so fucking cool we had him on the podcast. That was that was one of the best episodes, if not the best. Yeah, he seemed so fucking genuine, but also he lied to us. He said he wasn't coming back to the Highlanders, and then he did. So I'll have to, he owes me a beer. I might have had some inside information at the time. Why did you not? Communicate. Oh, I always got to keep my mouth shut, you know. Oh, what does that say? It says access communication cannot establish. Uh, doesn't matter. We'll just. Uh, this is the first time we've used this uh, little computer. Still recording. Um, but yeah, so as, as soon as it was announced, New Zealand oh, would have celebrated. Did he tell you beforehand? Oh, I can't can't say anything. Can't. I've got my mouth shut. Oh, really? Yeah. How how long before? Well, I guess, like, as, as he sort of talked about it, like, it's, it's been, like, the idea was sort of around for a while. Yeah, it makes, it made sense. Like, I think he should have never left. Well, when you're playing for, like, two different teams, obviously, like, another team has to kind of, like, tick the, yeah, but it off he should have never left in the first place. He could have been what Richie Moore is now. He was playing pretty good. But at the same time, like, he was, he gets more money overseas. Yeah, but that's not about that. You do that later in your career. Yeah, but he's not like he's not playing for the All Blacks. No, but he could have. You reckon? Yeah, why not? 
Well, he might now. He might make the World Cup squad. But I could have made the All Blacks. You could have. What, what, with that 51-man squad. you're from Christchurch, so yeah. obviously. So, like, I did the stats, right? So, how many people in New Zealand? Four million? Yeah. Take away half, because half are men. Yeah. Take away half... Uh, take away... I don't know how many registered rugby players are there in New Zealand. Probably 300,000. Mm-hmm. Take away that for whatever one position... Hundred thousand. Take away uh, World War Three. Take away injuries. Probably I was one in ten chance of making that squad. Well, but uh, you didn't. Yeah, I didn't. I was just. I just missed. And now you're unavailable. Because so that's what I'm saying. Marty Banks had a bloody good chance. He should have never left. He's, he's still young. Wait, he's still young. We should get into management. We should. What should we call our management company? Um. Uh, Goose. Goose management. There goose we go. Ma- Easy. Goose management. Yeah. Nice and short. That would actually be a pretty cool, pretty cool job managing rugby players. They get what is it like two percent or something? But like you can like try and like tell <laughs> rugby players which teams they should play for. Look. Um, as we walked in here today, <clears throat> with the beer, Alex broke uh, six six one beer. One beer. So we had a six pack of the Wakichangi, and the handle broke on it. Whoa. And thankfully, only one of the beers smashed. Did you see the uh, the poll that I put up on the page about who should be All Blacks coach? Yeah, I did. That's I like the most popular poll that I've ever had on that page. By like, I voted on that. That yeah. was a couple of days ago, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, how many people have? Close to ten thousand. Whoa, I really? I believe it. A boozer ended up posting it. Oh, really? Oh, so does that? If you post a poll and someone shares it, it just carries on. Obviously. Yeah, because people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so 10,000. Like, yeah, back in the day, I loved, like, Sports Cafe. Oh, that was the best show. And so when they were talking about this TV show, Moon TV, that was about to come out, I like, bought all the DVDs every season and just a lovely heart. For the kids that are listening that are young, a DVD's um, a hard copy of some videos. It's like a Blu-ray, but in 360p or something. Yeah. Did you ever spend much time in Blockbusters? No, we had United Video and Nelson and Video Easy. Oh wow, that's old school. And did Video they have Village, a porn, Video porn, Village, porn section. They did. did you, you had to like secretly get into that. Not that I ever did. Yeah, no, that was that was that was back times. in the day. Yeah, way back in the day. So we had um, in Nelson, you had United Video, and across the road from that was Video Easy. Oh, big competition. So United Video was a lot bigger. But yeah. they call um Nelson um the Tauranga of the South. This the um. Sunshine, sunshine capital. Yeah, does it not rain there or something? I don't know. Just somehow it gets more sunshine hours. It always, I think, competes with probably Tauranga or Mount Maunganui or whatever and Blenheim. They kind of compete and try and get that. Blenheim's the same thing as Nelson. It's pretty close. It's about an hour and a half drive. Yeah, that's the same. Have you been in Sydney much? Do you know much about Sydney? I know a little bit about Sydney. Mate, you drive five hours that way, you're still in Sydney. Yeah. You drive five hours that way in Russia, you're halfway through Sydney. Sydney's big. Perth's pretty big as well. Not not as big as Sydney. People are actually always surprised about the size of Perth. It's bigger than Auckland. I think we just got hit about two. That's million. another reason I hate surfing. The smaller your surfboard, the better you are. Yeah. That's, that's just showing a woman that you like might have a small penis. Not the size that, of your surfboard. Yeah, yeah. Because apparently, if you have a smaller surfboard, it's trickier on the waves. If you have a big surfboard, so it's like the opposite of genitalia. Oh, so you should like take out a boogie board and said, Yeah. Go out surfing on that. Yeah, but like, just run in and just in the earshot go, <laughs> fuck, that was hard surfing on that. Yeah. Take your boogie board and go meet Pamela Anderson down at the beach. Yeah. I'd actually um, like to get on the drink with, um, who's the guy on that? David Hasselhoff. Yeah, same here as Marty Banks. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I should have messaged Marty to tell you you're coming on. Who's winning that poll? Lee, Lee Hart. Oh yeah, Lee Hart's smashing it. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. yeah he's a, one of. The, uh, did you see that he was on the um, that cooking show recently? Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, but I don't know what it is because I'm so out of touch with New. Ze- is it in New Zealand sure. or? Oh, yeah, I think a New Zealand thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm but not... the best cooking show was Speed Cooking. Oh, how good was it? And then eh? he did that thing with Joe Seeger. Oh yeah, yeah. That yeah. was so good. Oh, did you ever day. watch Ready Steady Cook? I uh, don't think so. It was never yeah, that really was, that wasn't anything to do with him, but it was just a good show that I used to grow up. What about Guess Who's Coming to Dinner with Suzanne Paul and no. Anthony Ray? I think it was. No, I never watched it. But you know what it was? They'd have like a celebrity coming to yeah, the house rings for a dinner, bell. Yeah, and they'd always try and guess who it was when they were coming. Yeah, why well, was there clues or something? Yeah, it might have been like Josh Cronfeld was coming to someone's house, or I don't know. 
Dominic um, Bowden. Wasn't know. he um, anti-nuclear? Cronfeld? Yeah. Yeah, could what, have been. What's his deal? I don't know. I think he became... It seemed like he became a bit of a hippie for a while or something like that. Yeah. Same along those lines. I can remember there was some random game in Nelson with like these... Like, it was like an all-star game. And uh, we all went up to all the different players and my dad had a Kit Kat and he gave it to Josh Cronfeld and he was so thankful. Like Nobody had given him any drinks or any food straight after the game. And so he was like, thank you, man. Thank you for that Kit Kat. I'll, I'll never forget that. Man, you went to a lot of games with your dad? A few. Went to like Nelson Bay's games back so in did, the day. So did your dad not beat you up and shit? No, he didn't. Fuck, that's different dads than I'm used to. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, back to your 15... What what was you you only named one player and I don't okay, even know if he's in the Okay, let's put McKenzie at fullback. So it's just gonna be all blacks, yeah. Yeah, we'll put yeah all blacks. Uh, I guess Smith on one wing, and you can't go past Rico. You Rico, you only has to yeah, be has one to. of the best players in the world. I'll probably put Goodhue and Lal Mapi in the centres. I love Goodhue. I know, like everybody also loves Crotty. Yeah, I and like Goodhue and Lal Mapi. Yeah, but you also want to, I guess, start looking to the future. Yeah. By the way, have you seen Ryan Cruddy's sister? Yeah, I, like I, I actually met her. Ass. I met her once. I was at um, I, I, I was having sexual relations with her flatmate. Wow. Yeah, that was quite interesting. This is quite a while ago in Christchurch. Yeah, I, I've got to start. I can't tell it on the oh, mic. Okay, yeah. I honestly like it's a real deep story, like not sexually deep. Yeah. Wait, hey, I've got a story for you, but I can't say it on the mic oh, no because. Worries. There's people that will get fucked up. Wow. I, I might get shot. Like, as soon as I say it, someone might shoot me through there. So it's kind of interesting looking at, like, families that have, like, siblings that are really succeeding in sport, like Rico Ioani and his brother, Akira, obviously. Is Brian he, and his sister. Is his brother. Does Rico have a brother, doesn't he? Yeah, apparently. Oh, no, never. No, <laughs> I, I saw a story about that, apparently, today, with Akira being asked, what is, what is it like to have your brother on the All Blacks and not be making the team? I didn't actually read the article yet, but... Yeah, I only read headlines. It'd be the same like Marty McKenzie. Like, how would you feel like yeah. you kind of at that level where you could have been a or, superstar, or, but your brother or Bowden Barrett and Bowden Barrett. Scott Barrett and Geordie Barrett with their brother Kane Barrett. Kane Barrett. Um, they actually have some younger brothers, I think, as well. Yeah, and sisters. And sisters, yeah. yeah. And their dad. His dad obviously played for the Hurricanes back in the day. Yeah, yeah. I'll drain his nuts and throw it over New Zealand. That'd be to, worth a lot. That'd be yeah. worth a lot. Like, get him in a plane. And just fucking jam his nutsack and like as you close the door and it's just spilling out over New Zealand and so see what it does. I wonder how much of that stuff actually has to do with like somebody's genes or like how they were brought up. So you got Nico oh, Jones, obviously Michael Jones, um, he's going to be like the next big star. Yeah, oh, if he comes down to Crusaders, he will be. I think he was offered a contract, I think, down there. He, he went to Highlanders, did he? Oh, he signed for Auckland. Oh, so well, he probably hasn't bad. signed for Super Rugby Mate, yet. He's over. He'll, he'll be working at our fucking countdown or but something. But how much of that is genes, and how much of it is his dad but, sort of but, giving him one-on-one coaching? A bit of both. Yeah. Has to be. But, like, do you know what really pissed me off? Because I was never talented in, in, a, in a sort of... Are you all right? Goose? You should learn how to hypnotise your dog. Well, do you know how to hypnotize dogs? No, but we should try and learn. You could like figure out how to put them to sleep for a couple of hours while you do the podcast. Is he dead? Oh no, there he is. He's breathing again. Do you have a dog? No, I don't have a dog. I used to have a dog. I called her Tokyo. Oh yeah. And then my housemate That's made me get rid of her. Why? What? You can't. Well, because he owned the house and he had a dog already and my dog would make his dog bark and everything. So, so he, you, you had to put your dog on no, a No, he was threatening that he was going to take it to the pound. And I ended up having to drive it two hours to somebody that lived on a farm and whatever. So, yeah, it was pretty that, crazy. That sounds like a dodgy, like, oh, yeah, he's going to be good over here at the farm. Yeah, we'll and see. Then, and then you hear this fucking, as you're driving off this big shotgun. <laughs> what was that? Yeah, see, yeah, Tokyo's having a good time. Oh, can I say goodbye one time? No, no, he's, he's, he's sleeping. So I was in, in the States... On probably my first trip, this would have been maybe like 10 years ago, and I was just traveling around and I randomly ended up in Salt Lake City of all places. Yeah. And I was sitting there waiting for the movies, and a guy came and sat next to me and he asked me, Have you ever killed an animal before? Oh, that's He might have had like an intellectual disability or something, or he was crazy, I don't know. Like, how would you respond to that if you got somebody that sits right next to you while you're waiting for the movies and says, Have you ever killed an animal before? Yeah, that's right. Actually, no, have you killed. Might have, have you killed anything before? I think. That's oh what he said. well, that's even more broad. Yeah, that was a bit. 
bit creepy. And then we went into the movies, and it was the two of us sitting in the movie watching Changeling. What? You're sitting next to the dude still? No, like, I sat in one seat, and he sat somewhere else, but we're the only two people in the entire movie And then theater. close, he, you hear this breathing next to you. I was a little bit worried. Changeling was a bit of an interesting movie, but it was with Angelina Jolie. Do you uh, ever see that one? No, I'm not really into anything. The only thing I really watch is serial killers, documentaries. I... You know, I've never watched Australian TV. I've yeah. been I've been here in, in Sydney for four years now. Are you all right, mate? Um, yeah, I've never really been into TV and movies, really. I don't know why. So you like your true crime? True crime, like... <clears throat> you doing a podcast did, or anything? Do you know I did 69 podcasts with Jared? Yeah. Right? I've never... I never listened to podcasts. Recently... Yeah. Since about August, since I've become, you know, my new job... I just listen to podcasts all day and even when we, me and my missus went up to Central Coast we like I was just listening to this uh, this podcast called Serial it's about I've heard yeah, yeah I think I started listening to it but I think there's three seasons I yeah. listened to all those and then we got onto this true crime fucking Australia shit and it was really good oh, have you I listened just, to that one the true I, crime Australian true crime right yeah we just listened to the Beaumont ones uh, about the kids uh, the three kids in Adelaide okay and one was here in Sydney where some kids went missing in Cronulla. Yeah, yeah. But like, I, I don't know what what is what is it? Like, it, maybe it's because it's real. I don't know. I, I get I off think on it. My favorite one from the Australian true crime. Yeah. Was actually not about murder. It was about a guy that worked for an insurance company. Yeah. And what would happen is, that we get the the checks or whatever sent out to somebody's address, when they like made a claim, but if they didn't live there anymore, it gets sent back to the business. And he'd steal it. He had the same name as one of the people on the checks. And so he put it into his desk for like a month. And then at the time he needed money to renovate his house and thought, screw it, I'm just going to cash this check and take the money. Nobody's ever going to find out. Yeah. But then he didn't get caught. And he got addicted to it. And I think it was like half a million dollars. He just kept on like making these claims yeah. for their address or whatever. And then the, the, the checks would get sent back to him. He'd get caught and already. It. He got caught already. By his... His best friend like had a computer program. Yeah, that what, was what, actually what caught him when out. When was this? When was? Uh, this was a few years ago. I think the guy's out of prison now. Um, Wait, actually, li- life in prison in Australia is like two years. That's crazy, bro. That's why I'm like considering murdering some people. I like I'll be out by the time I'm thirty. That's yeah. Just go out, commit all that crime. Like, what do you do? Well, oh, man, I got a. Did you hear? Oh man, this great Joe Rogan um, quote. You know Joe Rogan. Yeah, yeah. He said, "If you." I can't. His podcasts go for like two or three hours. Yeah, I I can't remember the uh, quote. If you get done for not paying taxes, you go to jail, and then you live off taxpayers' money. Yeah, yeah. How weird is that? That's true. But yeah, so this guy got caught obviously by his best mate, and he snitched. No, no. So his best mate had designed the computer program, which was like able to pick up that kind of those transactions and stuff that's so weird what, so that's the episode you gotta go find it on the what, Australian what, True Crime what number episode is it I probably listened to about a year ago okay that was pretty interesting but like a lot of those killings and stuff were like in Frankston like that area down in Melbourne oh yeah yeah and so I don't think I ever want to go back to that area what, what I find interesting is <clears throat> just for this last podcast I listened to the Beaumont children they don't know what happened but they go for so many they've got so many leads and then they just go to so you just realise how many pedophiles and stuff around the community because they go to like they've got like a hundred leads they have to follow up on and they're all pedophiles it just goes to show how many criminals are actually out I could be living next to a fucking guy that's got a body across right there you could be who knows but then you also come in the cases so probably my favourite true crime podcast was the one about David Bain And it comes down to two people. It's either his dad or him. Yeah, can you tell me what podcast that is? I don't want you to ruin it, but I really need to listen to it because I get off on that kind of shit. It was amazing. Did you watch Making a Murderer? I did. I watched the first season. I haven't seen the the second season. But the thing with the David Bain one, I started listening to that at 2 o'clock in the morning. Why are you doing up at 2 o'clock? I just would stay up late or whatever, and I'm lying in bed, and I think, oh, that podcast just came out because I get all the notifications from stuff. And, like, it starts off talking about, like, the police arriving at the house at 7 o'clock in the morning and finding this dead family. Yeah, yeah. And that's pretty creepy when you're lying in bed, it's pitch dark. That same with me when we went up to this house. Oh, mate, I'm thinking of murderers, eh? All the time. 
You know how we're in my house right now. Tenth level. Yeah. I feel safe. Yeah. My whole life I've lived in a house where it's just like a normal house. People can fucking walk into your house at any point they want, really. Because you know what glasses? Yeah. Glass? You just broke a glass in my hallway. I did. Glass is fragile, man. You can... If I want to go murder someone, I'll just walk through the glass door. You know? I don't need fucking... Glass is just a fucking scam. You can walk through glass. Up here, I feel safe. Ten levels up above these fucking scum down on the on there. These murderers. But then remember, you saw that video of that guy that climbed like ten stories to save that kid that was like hanging off the balcony. I have no sympathy for that kid. I have no sympathy for um, people that are walking their dog without leashes and busy roads. If their dog gets hit by a car, I don't have any sympathy for the owner. I feel sorry for the dog, but fuck the owner. Put your dog on a lead on a busy road. Same with that kid. I don't know the story. What happened? Um, I think they were just pretending to be Michael Jackson. Remember Michael Jackson holding the, his baby out over the, over oh, the balcony? Oh, well, fuck, fuck that kid. He, he can die. Because, you know, there's some points. Like, if you live out in the country where there's snakes here in Australia, and you let your kids go out every morning to go for a run around the house, and there's deadly snakes, and then a kid gets bit by a snake, I have no sympathy for you because you're putting yourself in a position where you're going to probably get hurt. So do you think the parents should actually move to New Zealand where there are no snakes? There are snakes, but they're just un, unheard. Conrad Smith. Isn't yeah. his name Snake? Snakey, yeah. Conrad Smith, I really miss him, eh? Do you miss Conrad? He was he was a solid player, but I, my first memory of him was... You probably met him too. Who have no, you No, I met? haven't actually met him. He, he's very He very came bright. to dinner, was it? <laughs> he, the first time I ever saw him, he didn't pass the ball. He was like running down the, the sideline, didn't pass the ball, and it was the Hurricanes. Oh, it was probably the, the Wellington Lions. I'm gonna didn't score. Steal this. Yeah, for, oh, and I still need to get on the Waikiki Changi. Yeah. You're the old smith. Misty, the old lady. Yeah. No, I'm a big fan of um. <clears throat> I want to see your reaction when I say this. Yeah. But, um, Jonah Lomu is the most overrated rugby player of all time. Oh. Oh. But is that a tear running down? I don't know. Can you, do you need a tissue? Man, he's got a really... In, apparently there's a movie about Joan Lomu that's coming oh, out. I don't want to see it. I don't watch movies. Unless it's a, a murder doc. I don't watch but it. I was reading about it, uh, him this week. And so apparently with his, his first wedding, he didn't invite his parents. And then he went on like national TV. Was it at KFC, like, wasn't it? Was it? No, I don't think... Oh, I, I don't know. But he... <laughs> Bro, come down the blues. Nah, I can't afford it. Come down the Warriors. Nah, I can't afford it. King KFC. Yeah, King. <laughs> yeah. So he ended up not inviting his parents and apparently like went on national TV and cried that he, what? Why that he didn't, didn't invite he, his parents. Yeah, yeah but there must have been a reason behind it. I'm, I'm not too sure, but then apparently his next wedding, he didn't invite his parents either. You mean like different wives? Yeah. Okay. My number one memory of Joan Lomu... Oh, what? He came to your house too? No, no. Gilf- he was just famous also for his car. Like, he had this huge car with, the, like, the biggest audio system that might have been, like, worth $80,000 in, in his car. Yeah, like, what? Yeah, yeah. It was, like, a big green car. Well, that probably gave him cancer. Oh, um, no, he didn't have cancer. What did he have? Mm. He had some, like, a kidney... Yeah, but that's a conspiracy disease. too. Have you read that conspiracy? No, I haven't. It's a great conspiracy. Is it? Um, oh, you, you need yeah. that. Trump... All I need Trump. is Trump. Yeah, nah. Oh, you need to read that conspiracy. I'll send it to you. It's uh, Jonah Lomu and uh, Vendary. Do you remember? Joelle and... Joelle? Uh, County's boys? Did he... Yeah, they both paid for County's Monaco and the Blues. <clears throat> both gained a kidney condition that affects one in 250,000 people. Wow. And um, it was highly likely that they got that condition through creatine, early creatine. Okay. Uh, because they went from um, skinny island boys. I think Joe Ali was uh, Fijian and he was Tongan. And they were skinny at high school, 18-year-old or whatever. And they, the coaches say, here, oi, um, do you want to try this little drinky, drinky, drinky? And they drank the drinky, drinky, drinky. And keep drinking the drinky, drinky, drinky. And before you know it, they're five times the size they were. And um, ten years later, they get this the same rare kidney disease. You tell me that's a coincidence? I'll leave that in your hands to decide. Yeah, well, it's not. But counties back in the day, oh, they were a pretty good. damn good team. And Tana Umanga did help um, later on, like just a couple of years, 2013 or so. He helped... 
he was a good coach there, I suppose, maybe. But yeah, the Blues still are not in not a good position because what happened when John Kerwin was a bad coach, he went to rugby director of the Blues. When Tana Umang was a bad coach, he went to assistant. It doesn't help that you're still in the system. So you're saying that about Steve Hansen now? Apparently he's going to be like rugby director or something? No, he's all right. He's a great coach. You can't... Yeah, we're bad. Are we bad? Are New Zealanders bad fans? Yeah. Because I just... Like, we lost two games this year and everyone's like, yeah, calling for his head and shit. Like, calm down. Well, it was really good, though, to see you with the, uh, with the Auckland rugby team for the final when they had the free tickets and all those people showed up. Yeah. I oh, come down free tickets. Free tickets, bro. Yeah, of course. And they'll turn up for free tickets, yeah. But, um... Yeah... One thing, what what are your thoughts on Australian rugby? Because you live in Perth. I do live in Perth. Any, any rugby fans over there? There are a lot. Yeah. And I've seen like more of them have started getting coming to the games for the um, it was the World Series rugby, which is now going to be turned into rapid rugby. Yeah. And oh, you were just telling me before the mic come on about some sort of try scoring nine point try or something. Yeah, so originally, I, I think Mitchell Scott was the first one to do the original idea, and it was you have to start in your 22 and then without the ball going out or losing the ball or whatever, score a try from that. And that means you get nine points. Yeah, well, now it's nine points, and you don't need a conversion. It's just worth nine. Yeah. So, so basically just phase after phase after yeah, phase yeah. without kicking it. Yeah. I like it. I like it. And they have, like, all the lights that are on the on the posts and stuff, so the, the fans know that it's this nine-point try going ahead. Yeah. Um, so if they lose that the lights just go off yep they just go off and then they come back on again but with this rapid rugby thing what do you think of they're going to have the games for 35 minute halves I mean essentially it's 40 minutes really so you've got soccer which is 45 minute halves rugby 40 minute halves and now it's going to be another 5 minutes less than that I mean it could be good do you get bored watching rugby and do do you think 70 minutes is going to be a better time yeah it could be one thing I've noticed is it's just the emotion that that would... Like, for example, I watch a lot of LeBron James. Yeah. Pretty much my whole schedule's around LeBron James. If LeBron James goes off the court, I'll go into Facebook or something. As soon as he comes back on, I'll sit and watch it. it it's, it's an emotional thing, I think. Like, for rugby, I'll watch the Crusaders, but I don't want to watch Romania versus fucking Georgia or something. Yeah. You know? So, you know, there's good and bad. But you see also that with this rapid rugby thing that also going to be having like the same with league that you can come off for a little while and then come back on again like zero you, you can have unlimited I don't know subs. if it's unlimited they might have a, a certain amount but that'd be alright yeah this this looks alright so what is happening with rapid rugby Twiggy's apparently it's starting in February and he's like investing 50 million dollars of his own money I think that's a bad time to start though with super rugby People you, you know that, yeah, it is. What, so it's going to be on every channel, probably free to air. Well, he's also I don't know if it's going to be free to air. I think they're talking to some broadcasters, um, but it's also a World Cup year, and he's come out and said it's going to be a bit harder to try and sign some players. But he's wanting to get twenty of the top one hundred players in the world to play in his league, and he's going to throw massive money at. He's, them. he's got so much money, and then also if he can get sponsors on board, that's going to help. So as well. he's going to get Dan Carter. He's talking, there's Dan Carter, um, Matt Gitto, um, was it Sean McMahon, I think? Oh, or yeah, yeah. Talk, I think he, 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 he just signed for the um, Sunwolves. Yeah. Um, so that might be like in the like future seasons or whatever, but it's going to be interesting to see what if happens. If we push that, will it pause it? It will pause it. Yo, um, we just had a bit of a toilet break and drinks uh, refresh break. Is that even a thing? I don't know. But... Um, Oh, Goosey Goose. Goose is fucking back at it again. Noisy as fuck. But basically, this is the end. Is that the end? The end of... This is the end of the podcast. But we're going to continue this podcast in episode two of this podcast. Because it's going to be a long podcast, we feel. You know, um, Alex here is going to catch a plane from Sydney at what time? Eight Eight o'clock tonight. So um, by the time you listen to this, it'll be um, he'll be well in Perth, unless the plane crashes, which is a high risk. Have you heard? High winds tonight? Uh, it was a bit windy outside before. Yeah. I was actually throwing a really quick story. This is quite interesting. So you know that plane in Malaysia that went down? Oh, yeah, I know it, yeah. My best friends in Perth were in China waiting for that plane to arrive so they could do the opposite flight to Kuala Lumpur. And they didn't get on it? 
they ended up getting, well, they ended up, they didn't even know that that had happened. So they ended up getting on another replacement plane and the plane was quite empty. So they think a lot of people probably knew what had happened and didn't want to fly that day. Oh, so they, they were out of the loop. They didn't know. But they still got to their destination. They got, they got to, to Kuala Lumpur from, from China, wherever Fuck, it was. Fuck yeah, that is dodgy. But apparently like all the um, flight attendants and stuff were like, we shouldn't be flying. And they were they were still had no idea what had gone on because they hadn't seen the news or anything. Fuck! Lucky they didn't see the news. Oh, yeah, otherwise we'd be freaking out. Because they'd have to swim. But um, yeah, like I've said this before, but if you get onto a plane and you don't think about crashing, or if you go into the sea and you don't think about sharks, like you've got a mental um, disability because there's no way you could not do that without thinking that just crossing your mind at least once. You know what I mean? The more that I fly the scarier it gets I don't know why just maybe becoming more of an anxious person but I don't know anything about flying like how planes work and you kind of freak out like I'm in the middle of the sky at the moment like why am I in the air like, yeah. I should be on the ground and I've noticed that if you're at the front of the plane it's much easier on turbulence okay and yeah I, uh, my last overseas trip to America we, me and my girlfriend caught 14 planes in one month or something wow we did a lot of flying and it never got easier. I hated every fucking flight. Like, when I dread going on a plane, because I know, like, I just say my prayers, like, who do I love and shit like that. Like, I think I'm, gonna go, I'm, I'm yeah. going down every time. It must be, I'd rather get shot in the fucking legs until I bleed out dying than I would fucking crash in a plane. Because that's such a long time. You, if your plane's going down, you know it's going down. Yeah. And then it's a long death. Anyway... So this is part one of this podcast with Alex Malcolm, Muddy Banks uh, banter page. So um, do join us for the second episode, uh, Malcolm. When will that come out? Probably next week. Yeah, next week.